All right, I'm rolling, so whenever you guys want to go. <laughs> well, he's feeling himself up. I don't know what is. What are you doing? That's my tits. Why? Frankie. What? You got tits like this, you feel them. My tits. The Caliendo Cast. With Frank Caliendo. John Holmberg. Scott Long. And the rest of the Caliendo crew. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. I have the greatest shirt ever known to man uh, that was given to me. Who gave it to you? My friend Colin. We do a September birthday celebration, which kind of falls between my birthday and his birthday. Is he the Scotsman? No, that's Thomas. 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 Colin's just a friend of mine I've known forever. I used to do a radio show with him way back when I was. Colin Quinn? Colin Quinn. Yeah. You know Colin? Colin Quinn, remote control. Oh, yeah. Real good. Uh, it's Randy Macho Man Savage leaping off the top steps onto an unsuspecting Jesus character. Did you? <laughs> the flying elbow of the Macho Man on a really nice shirt. It's a dry fit. And also the best part about it is... The attention to detail is that it's also the same exact scene on the back of yeah. the shirt. The scope of this is massive. Somebody came up with this idea and said, not only do I want to make it the whole shirt, I want to do it on the front and the back. It's great stuff. Yeah. it's. Why does he look – did he always have the yellow boots? Because that looks Hogan-ish. Might be. It might be when he and Hogan teamed up. <laughs> <laughs> the shared clothes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Only in wrestling can the can the people team up that are yeah. mortal enemies. Yes, and work for a common good. Yeah, of pinning another couple of guys. Yeah, I did a, a Macho Man Savage impression on the air. That leaves me with a post traumatic stress disorder of Randy. Ma- I got so into it that I think I broke a blood vessel in my eye. And I Toledo was there, and I told everybody as Macho Man, this has to end right now. So you can't do Macho Man? I can do it, but yeah. I'm a freak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you really want to play the game. But it starts getting into my eye, and I pull back. Oh, yeah. He's, is he dead? He's dead, yep, right? Very dead. Maybe from talking like that? Yeah, I think his eyes that exploded. What? I, Toledo was there. He saw it. It was When, when Macho Man died? Yeah. yeah. When the Maybe. blood vessel burst behind his eye, you could yeah. really tell that he- John, yeah. w- hold on. Both I, of I, us. Both, I, I, you were there together? You I were the only one who survived? became him. Let me tell you something, brother. Yeah. You're going to take over, man. Oh, yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> Please. He changed his impression after oh, that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nap into a slim gym. Yeah. <laughs> it's also oh, it's also somewhere Okay, so there's Bessie, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. There's Macho Man yeah. and Ron Wolfley. There's and a they whole all bunch live of in a all a, in the exact same place. In a a part of your head. Oh, there's a little what? village in your head where there are crazy Get speakers. The lovely Elizabeth involved in the entire activity. It's like, oh, no. I've never seen you get so angry. Yeah. Oh, it gets pretty strong, and it gets stupid, and it hurts. It ends up hurting a man and killing a classic wrestler who now uh, is on my shirt. Yeah. Randy Poffo. Poffo. The, what was the uh, tag team of his brothers? The 
Leaping Lanny Poffo? Yeah, but didn't they have a tag team name? Was it just the Poffo brothers? I don't think I don't think so. Oh. I don't I don't I don't know anything about that. The Poffos. I just remember Randy Macho Man Savage. I remember you talked about Elizabeth and then George Animal Steel had the green tongue and he was always eating turnbuckles. Yeah, he ate the turnbuckles. And he was in love with Elizabeth. And it seemed like Elizabeth might be willing to reciprocate. She was thinking about it. She had it like half her mind, like maybe Which that's a better life. For only me. in wrestling. That's like Kevin James on King of Queens times ten. I mean You're right though. Elizabeth was so trapped to Macho Man Randy Savage that the mere wooing from George the Animal Steel had her thinking, is this a better life? Could they do that today? Could they have that storyline where she seems enslaved? She was. Did you ever watch the uh, wrestling documentary about that? She was in, enslaved. In real life? Yeah. No. Oh, he was very bad, abusive. and uh, no, Really? Yeah, he was. Uh, and you're wearing him on your shirt? Oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah. about He was the all. Kool-Aid man before that. But yeah, George the Animal Steel. Well, the, the more amazing part- Elizabeth! Could you have somebody with that drastic uh, a mental illness wandering free to bother ladies? Uh, George the Animal Steel? <laughs> yeah. You know he's like a college professor, all like right. a physics- that's, that's the same as Fred uh, Rogers being a Vietnam sniper. No, no, no. This is true. Is <laughs> no, it not? It's not. It's not? There's no way George Animal Steel. Look up George Animal Steel. No, he was always No, because we need, we need to get the facts right here. The best facts. <laughs> George Animal Steel has no. a haiku <laughs> no. of 160. Hey, I, you can, look at that face. That guy did not go yes. to college. Yes. No. And he would- He's uh, 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 a school teacher, author, and actor. Well, everybody in wrestling is a, an author and actor. But what what uh, he went to Michigan State University and Central Michigan University at the same time. That's, That's right. how smart he how was. big he was. Yeah, I mean this is. Uh, yeah, I don't. What else we got here? He, uh, earning a Bachelor of Science degree. That's solid. That's I mean, pretty good. Master's degree at Central Michigan. Uh, Chippewa. I could do that. Too. Uh, I could get he that. Became a teacher, amateur wrestling coach. <laughs> By the way, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, Antonio Brown. Has a master's degree from uh, Michigan, Central Michigan. Yeah, so let's not. Well, I don't. I you know what? I you were right about. Uh, I thought he was much smarter than a no. He was George teacher. the Animal. He was he was cast that way for a reason. He played I, that beautifully. That was his skill. He was great at it. And I'm not saying he was that bad. I'm saying his character, going after the lovely Elizabeth, would in fact be very disturbing today because. Uh, we haven't tackled the uh, issues of mental health enough to allow that on TV. I, I think there are a whole lot of issues going on with. If, so, where did you see this about? Uh, uh, it's a, what is the what is that series of, of docs Toledo that are on that uh, behind or not behind the ring? Something inside the ring or yeah, something, something like that. It's a documentary thing uh, on Fuse. I'll find it. Let me I don't even know. What it's that really is. good. It's actually really good. They do. Uh, they've had a couple on there. You're just blown away by. They're documentaries. Documentaries about individual wrestlers. What is Fuse? Is that a channel? It's a channel a stream? on TV that I've got. Oh, it's yeah. a, uh, oh okay. It is, uh, Did it used to be something else, like Spike? Probably. I don't know. It's not on Netflix. It's, uh, I think it is Fuse. But it's, um, it's, um, it's amazing, the, the stuff that they'll get into some guys who killed people. Like, yeah. The Ropes? I don't think that's a pro wrestling documentary. It's a series. Beyond, Beyond the, the mat. mat. Beyond the Mat. It's a series. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, it is. Some of them are. Some of them aren't so great, but the there are some that are just mind blowing. About a guy who uh, he crippled a kid, 
Uh, they used to do things. Who did? Uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he was he was just the Crippler. The Crippler. That's what they should have called him. Well, this other kid, seventeen years old, wanted to wrestle, and they used to have things where it's like, "Have you done it before?" He's like, "Yeah," and you could come into these traveling shows, and this dude got hold of him, and he's like, "You've never done this before, have you?" And he goes, "You're putting me at risk," and he broke his back. Oh, and put him in a wheelchair. And yeah. didn't care. Oh, I know who that was. Bane. It was, it was Bane. Bane. You're right. <laughs> no, You're going to pay for this. Yeah. I'm only 17 years old. Only I can put people in a wheelchair. I don't think you should be doing that, Mr. Wayne. It's bad for your image. I don't feel good about this. Which one are you? Which? Oh, Lucius. What's going on is very, very wrong. What's happening? Yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah so you got to watch that. That's a good one. If you like wrestling at all, that's a good one. I, uh, yeah, they did I, the Macho Man one. Uh, they've done a couple I've never heard of that were probably the most fascinating. The thing I remember most about wrestling was the wrestling album when they did Land of a Thousand Dances. I don't remember that. You one. don't? No. Oh, you will in a second. <laughs> I because, brought it with uh, me. Yeah, I wish I had it. Uh, Junkyard Dog had his song, Grab Them Cakes. I Grab I, Them I think cakes. I remember that. I don't care what it takes. I remember the Ho Train. I don't remember that. From uh, the, what was his granddaddy or the pimp or whatever his name? I uh, forget what he was, but he was a pimp. They wouldn't do that today where he had the hoe train of girls that would lead him Slick? out. Slick? No. It was, uh, God dang it, what was his name? A big green coat. The Godfather? The Godfather, that's oh, right. I don't remember that. The Godfather had the hoe train, and that was his <laughs> song. And they brought, a bunch of girls would bring him out, his hoes. <laughs> I mean, the wrestling in the late 80s and early 90s was... All oh, stereotypes I, I wa- and all divisive stuff and just fantastic. I wanted, train. I wanted that to come on instead of Saturday night's main event. Oh. I wanted to come on instead of Saturday Night Live. When when those weekends happened, I very rarely knew. Like I'd tune in for Saturday Night Live and they and that would start. I'm like, oh, yeah. lock it down. I'm here till midnight. It was great. Um, so the Land of a Thousand Dances was na 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 na. You gotta know how to pony. <laughs> they, 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 they'd have like Mr. Fuji. <laughs> you gotta know how to pony. That can't be nah, fake. Nah. Look, look it up. The, look up. Oh, just look up Land, Land of a Thousand Dances. Um, that's crazy. I've never heard of that. Oh, you you have to have heard it. It was all. It was like the Super Bowl shuffle of wrestling. <laughs> Land of Land a Thousand of Dances video. Can we play this? You can play this, can't you? I don't remember any of this. Oh, don't play this commercial. No, yeah, don't do that. It's some old lady's not going to make it. And uh, somebody who has a face shield. Yeah, like me. Like you. I wear face shields now because my nose gets smashed by masks and I can't breathe. Is that what it is? I can't breathe. It's impossible for me to breathe. I watched a... Well, we're waiting for, oh, there, is you can like turn behind it up? the scenes? Can you get it in our headphones, Rich? See, he was telling you how you got yeah. you don't know how to pony. Oh my god, there it is. Go back, go back, go back, go back. Jimmy Jimmy Hart. Oh my god. You don't remember this? No. Oh it's just there this, we are the world. There's the brain. Yeah, more we are the world than Super Bowl. Macho man. <laughs> man, I cast Bobby Lee right there. Oh my god. Jimmy Hart. Yeah. Got no high of twins. That would have been Ike Barinholtz on that oh TV. Oh, my God. The Captain missing Lou. Link. Captain Lou Albano. Mr. Wonderful. Paul Orndorff. Yeah. Classy Freddie Blassie. Yeah. Roddy Piper, who came on our show and nearly got me killed by Burt Reynolds. Really? Yeah. George Steele. You missed him while looking at me. The animal. What was he studying? One of his many science books. 
I don't know oh who that God, character is, but he Jesse would... Ventura. The character with the headdress, gone. Mean Gene. Oh, yeah. The Washington wrestler, they were called. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I get it. Meatloaf. What an <laughs> interesting meatloaf, thing. Meatloaf, isn't it? <laughs> it's just <laughs> Meatloaf. <laughs> Yeah, Rowdy, Rowdy Rowdy Piper came on the show and started to tell us about his time in uh, rehab and then said, uh, I was in there with Burt Reynolds in uh, AA. And I'm like, you're not supposed to say who you're in with. And he goes, yeah, he was in there. We got, our, we got his phone number. You want to call him? No. And we called, and he didn't answer. And then later somebody said that I was a pussy and I needed to call him back. So we called back, and Burt Reynolds goes, uh, hello? And I went, I got you now, you some bitch. <laughs> and then he goes, who the hell is this? And I hung up real fast. And I felt terrible. So like, this was weeks later, though. We had Roddy yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. We tried to get people. Roddy wrote down the phone number, and I put it in my phone. Of course. We called him out of nowhere weeks later. And then, so then. Uh, uh, the funny thing is, the way you're doing it, I feel like you called Norm MacDonald. Yeah, you know, so yeah. Where we called the guy. Hey, yeah. That's how it works, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, he. Um, so then I felt bad, so I called back and said, hey, just for uh, – I one of my interns got hold of your number and did that. I, I It'll never happen again. He goes, you're right. It will never happen again. He started threatening like lost. I'm like, oh, 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 sorry about that. And then I hung up again. <laughs> Can you threaten somebody for call – Yeah. A, a lawsuit for calling? Or were you on the air? Uh, the first one was, yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. We, we aired it all. Of course you He's did. dead now. I guess I can say that. Is Everything he, was on the air. Yeah. He's gone too? Bert? Him and Macho Man? Together. Aneurysms, mm-hmm. right? Both. We shouldn't be laughing. That's what I was doing. That's why? why. Aneurysms are old. No. I almost had an aneurysm yesterday. No kidding. Yeah. For <laughs> saying, uh, doing an impression. Is that right? I, I did. I almost I almost, uh, I almost caught one. Oh, my God. Yeah, those I will caught come an by. Aneur- almost caught an aneurysm. You should wear a mask. I am thinking about yeah, it. shield at least. By the way, Gruden on the sideline. What was with the hair? Uh, what was with everything? What happened to him? Uh, he looks, he, he looks like John Gruden of the Apes. Yeah, <laughs> that he took his his thing off, and I think Mark Davis's hair has taken over John Gruden's hair, and I don't know what's wrong with his his entire look. <laughs> it's, it's, I've seen people with kidneys replaced recently that look healthier. <laughs> Like the dialysis, but he he didn't have the mask on. the The inconsistency in masks of, of coaches, and we'll get we're going to get oh. into a bunch of football stuff in a little while. Great though, but watching Gruden on the sideline, what is going was on? Was unbelievable, and the mask was off, and I just felt like he's saying to himself, "You mean if I take this mask off, nobody can get near me? <laughs> Done right here, man. He's doughy. Yeah, he's he got, the, uh, he people, got were plump. T- people were people uh, were." They were tweeting at me and stuff. He's trying to look more like Caliendo. Yeah. <laughs> Do my he's, Frank impression. He's, he's thicker than me right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the thickest. He, and when his hat came off, his hair was Trumpish. It looked yeah. like a Big Earn McCracken from uh, when Bill Murray was in that bowling He movie. said, because ta- he texted me this morning um, because he said it was massively humid. He said ah. it was crazy humid. Make your hair. So fun. I think that was part of it. And I, I mean, he's, fr- he's been in. Lived in Tampa forever, so I don't yeah. know why that would be so tough on him. Uh, but maybe because he's been in Vegas for the last year. It's hot in Vegas. It yeah, but it's not, the same, it's not him. the same thing. So what he's saying is he's just bloated from humidity? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think he's not used to it. Um, or maybe he got stung by a bee and had an allergic reaction. Right in tummy, man. Bee but he, I sent, uh, I was texting him and his right-hand man, Jeff Leonardo, as they were heading back. Uh, after the win 
And he's like, send me a video, man. <laughs> I miss and you. you did. So I sent him a video that was basically making fun of Cleland Farrell, how he, he's like, so you, what was it? So you, uh, Cleland, hey, Farrell, <laughs> where were you, man? 59 minutes and 40 seconds. You have any idea where he was, Gunther? You see him? Because I don't know where he is. But you know what? You fucking showed up, man. <laughs> you fucking showed up to play at the right time. And they played it. Nice job, man. I, I I guess it was played for coaches so far. I thought it was played for the team. But then somebody told me they were going to – Leonardo. You look it. more like uh, like uh, Gruden in that than he does now. Like you're more familiar to me as Gruden yeah. in that video you did yesterday than Gruden is – as Gruden himself, like he looks like a new man. Yeah, it's well, not not a good new. Man. Oh, I didn't say it was going the right direction. No, he, he looks, looks like, like he has person. an accidental overdose of Gruden radiation. <laughs> He's the incredible, <laughs> the incredible shrinking and growing Gruden. I tell you what, man, oh, Gruden smash! <laughs> it looks like if Fox tried to do a quick or ESPN tried to do a quick makeup job on you. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know what you got to do now because that hair is different. Yeah. And then, so I just happened to have the wig ready to go. So I put the wig on and they were asking, how do you have that? I'm like, it's like Batman. Yeah. I, I I pull the, on the Shakespeare, um, statue. You're, you're you're confusing Batman with Carrot Top. I might be. Yeah. I think you you have your problem. What if Carrot Top had a secret lair underneath his house? He does. No, he has a warehouse. You've seen the secret lair at his studio or stage though. Uh, Oh, his uh, show. That's, not, that's a dressing room. No, it's not. No? It's a lair. Have you been in it? Yeah. It's insane. It's red. Oh, it's got every bobble and gift you could ever imagine. There's like, it's incredible. I was down. I was. You think this is good? Oh, no, no, no. Because well, his is all real. And yeah. like, I was down there with Queen. Mm. Yeah, you said that Adam Lambert was there. No, La- no, Lambert wasn't there. Oh, he was the only the member good of Queen, Queen that wasn't was there. there. No, it was just, it was the rest of the the band. Yeah, like the real ones. Yeah. Yeah, like it was, Ryan May and Roger, uh, what's his name? And wow, yeah. that's pretty damn good. Yeah, it was, I, I and I didn't, I, I think, I'm trying to think who was with me. But Did uh, they know you? Queen? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Did you interact I don't think, with I Queen? Like, a little bit. I just listened to stories because I didn't feel like yeah. I was in the right place. Yeah, it would make me feel real. I, I showed my teeth. <laughs> Of course you did. Like yeah, like dog. Freddie Mercury. Oh, I felt like a dog. No. You were growling at them. Uh, I showed my teeth. We do keep... a great Freddie Mercury. <laughs> you want to hear him? Queen? Qu- keep keep away. <laughs> He's growling at us. No. Well, Carrot Top, the other time, uh, <laughs> another time was after Carrot Top show, Randy West was down there, the porn star. Oh. So it's a, it's a weird room. It's a lair. He's always hanging out with porn stars. That's a lair. Yeah, that is you're not right. a dressing room. You're right. You think about rock stars, porn stars, and Carrot Top. Yeah. It's got a bar in it. It's got- uh, But that's the way most of the yeah, dressing rooms are. Because nice. people host. Yeah. Yeah, I was down there with uh, uh, Craig Gass. Okay. I don't know why that happened. I <laughs> it did. And we were down there and like, this is weird. And it was, I don't think it was it's nice. That, I don't think it's that weird. He's just so- Well, it's just weird that he'd want to stay there. He does a show, like two shows or whatever. He does a show a night for like four nights. And it's like, why are you hanging out in this room with people who didn't pay for this? Like, and this, he showers right after the show. Yeah. It take, and it takes him like weightlifting. an hour to do his hair. He looks better in person, like face-to-face, than he does on stage or on TV. Like he's know. disturbing from a distance. Yeah. Then you get next to him and you're like, you look totally normal when I'm close. Yeah, I. it's interesting. Um, I went to lunch with him. A couple times, Carrot Top. And not only does he just have his hair out and everything, yeah. he has his logo on himself yeah, he, he, everywhere. 
He's the top. Yeah. It's, <laughs> He's always... CT. Carrot. And that people are like, you carrot top? I guess so. <laughs> well, yeah. Who is going to dress up like that otherwise? I mean, it's Vegas. <laughs> Who's ever been asked that other than him? Hey, uh, excuse me, sir. Are you carrot top? Oh, no. I got that all the time. <laughs> You'd have to work to look a little like carrot top. Yeah. Now, I don't even think human beings should ask, are you carrot top? If you think it's carrot top, guess what? It's carrot top. There's no, like, I don't know. Anybody maybe I with red hair ask. gets called carrot they top. They get called that, but they're not. Scotty Thompson. Yeah, you're not going. That, there's no mistaking carrot. Oh, that top right one's Little Orphan Annie. Yeah. That's a bad picture of him. Wow. Yeah. We got. I want him. We, I gotta. We gotta. He's get him on awesome. The show. We've got to get him on there. People don't know how funny he is. <laughs> He's beyond. Yeah. Hilarious. Oh, that's. There's some bad. There's some real good. Photos. I thought I had some bad pictures of me. Yeah, but he tries to have bad photos. That perm is good ship lollipop right yeah. there. Well, he's got a couple of gems in there. Oh my god. That would be rough to have that hair, but he's made the most of it. And his show's really funny. Unbelievable. People, people always are like, "Oh, his timing is insane." He's got machines. You know what he is? He is TikTok before TikTok. He really is. You're because he right. does all his, not all his, a, a lot of his jokes are tied into music yeah. and acting things out while the song is playing. So I would right. say he's the founder of TikTok. Well, he, okay. I'd say that's Carrot a Chinese talk. organ. Carrot talk. <laughs> I'd call it something else. <laughs> tick, carrot, TikTok. Tick, I'm working carrot on it. Carrot bottom? Carrot bottom. Oh, I like that. But yeah, he was he was great. Carrot top and broccoli bottom. <laughs> That's got to been done before. Hey, get us some tongue twisters. We got a Berman warm up here. There's uh, all right. Well, wow. all right. Is that? Did you just click right to it, Toledo? Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Holy nine God. nice night nurses nursing nicely. Ooh, me, me, nine me, nice me. night nurses nursing nicely. Hey, we're on. I understand number twenty four. So this is the sushi chef. <laughs> What? Try that. Uh, so, so uh, this is the sushi sir. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, so that's why it's on the list. Yeah, sir. So four this fine is the fresh sushi fish for you. Four fine fresh fish for you. Four fine fresh fish for you. Wayne went to Wales to watch walruses. Six sticky skeletons. Six sticky skeletons. Six sticky skeletons. Six sticky skeletons. Oh, Six sticky skeletons. Six sticky skeletons. Which one's got you? Six sticky skeletons. Six uh, sticky skeletons. Six oh, sticky skeletons. Bumbling, bumbling, I started to watch Toledo eating and uh, I did it. Uh, what? You know. Snap, crackle, pop. Snap, crackle, pop. And you get to it. That's good. Uh, we're all tuned up and ready to go, I think, for football. Do you have tablets ready to go? Is he ready to? <laughs> you got to wipe your fingers off? He's I, Cheeto. I told him to wait about 30 minutes from when we started, so it hasn't quite been there yet, but I'll get him. Yeah, right get now. him going, because I'm, I'm ready. I'm, 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 are you ready for some football? So, <laughs> You know what I got to talk about right away with that, right. now that you reminded me, and I can't. Uh, as a fan of football, uh, how much do you need, like, or hate the Sunday night football song that seems to never end? I like Carrie Underwood just fine, but that could be like 35 seconds long. It won't. They must have stop. paid her a lot of money, oh. so they use the whole thing. But who needs it? Like, are you like clamoring because they, for and it? And they, they produce it. That, I didn't even watch it this time. No, that, college bands, and cheerleaders all need to go. Really? Oh, the worst. The tootling, hey, Sloopy, they can't come up with anything new for college bands. I bitch about this every year. It's like clockwork. That I can't listen to 
uh, the band tootle because they can't do modern music. And then they do things like, fans, please turn your attention to the stadium as our band pays tribute to 1970s animation. Why? <laughs> Why in the world do they go out and do these terribly stupid things that have no relevance now? Because if they tried to do modern music, they'd have to do Cardi B's WAP. They'd have to. Nobody could do it. Like it's nothing's friendly to the to the marching band sound except hold that tiger and uh, Sloopy. Sloopy. And then people who like it are like, well, I think the band from Ohio State's pretty good. And I'm like, close your eyes, play Clemson, Ohio State, and Sausalito High School. And tell me which one. Oh, I like. can tell you. You Easily. could not. Uh, yes, Ohio Plant. State has a very specific sound. It's heavy on the brass. So's Clemson, and just, so's Sausalito High School. I hate you. <laughs> I hate that. And they ruin they ruin every aspect of the game. And people say, "Oh, you got to love the band." Then go to one of their concerts. Oh God, never do that. They sound horrible without. It's not necessary. And you could take it away from the game and play that crap through speakers. And you'd open up 300 seats for regular people to sit, and within a week or two, people would be like, I forgot about the band. Me, hang on, Sloopy, Sloopy, hang on. Where's another one? We're going to do a little Sloopy, and then we're going to have a play. And then somebody's going to play Sloopy, and then Clemson's going to have a play. Then they play Hold That Tiger. They don't do anything different. I hate it. Cheerleaders? They have the thing where they go side to side with the <laughs> trombone. I've seen that. That's I, awesome. I get it once. And I never it's needed tradition. No, so, uh, college football's tradition is slavery. Uh, it's a slave trade for free labor, and then they then people they get have an, an education. <laughs> you and that again. I go back to Antonio Brown. Have you seen his tweets? Uh, it, look, the education thing's a joke. The whole thing's a joke. Tradition in college football? Are you crazy? They don't even keep the same bowl game setups anymore. Their tradition is long dead, long dead. Cheerleaders are even worse. Because it's basically like objectification of se- and sexualization of women, and they try to make that part of the tradition too. But tell me right now, the last time you went, boy, I wouldn't have cheered as hard if it weren't for those cheerleaders. They, they, do, they add nothing to the game. You know who that was saying uh, that, though? Uh-uh. Tom Brenneman. I tell you right now, I can't say <laughs> words anymore. Boy, I tell you what, they've quieted me, cowboy. <laughs> it's God's plan. It's God's plan. It's all God's plan. When I called that city that name. Unreal, <laughs> but yeah, the uh, I'm, I'm I'm done with that. But that football song started yesterday, and I'm like, oh, and it's never a different song. It's just a kind of a reworking of the, and it's you know, Al oh, Chris, and I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> it's so boring. It's like a corporate entertainment gig where they work the names in, yeah, yeah, of people. Like it's the whole regular song, but there's one verse where they throw their names in. Al oh, Chris, yeah. how much better was it? And this is old man talk. When you just heard dun 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 tonight from Minnesota, bum 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 bum. That's all I. And that was it. Howard Cosell said, "Who's playing? Here we go. Let's get going." Because the they got bored. Guy. I've told you this a thousand oh, times. So Producers good. at sports have gotten completely bored. I'm part of the problem. You are. It went from being Kimmel to me, and the and. Do you remember when I was on Fox, the first couple of years, CBS started doing a cartoon. Yeah, I remember the cartoon. And it was a, just a stale cartoon, but some of the writers hated me so much, they tried to build up the cartoon like it was brilliant. <laughs> and then I'd see the cartoon the next day or something, they'd be like, this is not good. Listen to this. It's like I drew it. This is all you needed. This was even when they got too fancy. Before. 
see how long this is? Too long. That's not even good. That. What is that? 45 seconds. 30 seconds, that was. Southern California on a beautiful Ask night Frank for football. Kevin. 67 Hi, degrees. And to- yeah, that it, Keith it, Jackson was, doing that? No, that was was that Keith? That's not, not Keith, That was Frank. Jackson. That was Gifford. That might have been Jackson. No, that was Gifford. Night no, I, from I, Anaheim Stadium, looking down from Greg, the video yes, yes, Columbia, yes, much is on the line for two of the NFL. The line. Realize how he was talking like it was a 19 Gifford doing Keith Jackson. It is from the banks of the Olentangy. Yeah, I, uh, I, so yeah, I watched that thing on Sunday night, and I'm like, oh, this is it's endless. And I think Carrie Underwood's amazing. Looking at her for a long time is never a bad thing. But it's kind of like Harley Quinn in that uh, terrible movie. You managed to bore me to where I didn't want to look at her By anymore. By the way, you have to stop texting me mid-movies you hate. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because you'll, you'll be in the middle of a movie you hate, and I'll get a, a text about, this is awful. You don't even tell me what it is yet. Like, you'll just say, this is terrible. <laughs> like, what? What's terrible? Harley Quinn. Oh, what, it's what are you, just awful. Have you what seen are you, it? You're, you're hanging out with Harley Quinn? No, the movie. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. thank you for filling well, me I in. Didn't really this is like the Roddy slow. Piper story. You were, you were so slow. <laughs> Figured <laughs> when I said so Harley slow. Quinn, you're like, are you hanging out with her? I didn't realize that you'd go down that path. I have friends that hang That's out. That's true. I don't know that you do. But. Not even with the actors or actresses that play them, with yes. people who dress like them. Yeah, there's Scott Long. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, I just I'm done with that whole intro. I'm I'm tired of it, and I don't need it, and it's unnecessary. It's just get Scott. Do you need? Do you like the Carrie Underwood intro? For no. See, nobody wants no. This. No one is. No, like, it's God. stupid. It's too long. Scott comes in firing. It's, no, it's totally stupid. And uh, you know what? We're also worried about misogynistic images. Thank you. Why are we going to have her dancing around, singing some stupid song, and then cheerleaders on the sidelines? We're going to just get teams in trouble. Man, you just. Like the Washington Football Club. Have you just. Did you you hear that? I like that better. The Washington Football Club. Isn't that what they're called? I thought it was team. No, I think they're club. Is it clear? They tried to go no, soccer. Team, oh, I are think, they? Oh, okay. But they it shouldn't be called football club. But, but you're they right. don't want to sound like soccer. You didn't hear everything I just said, but everything I just said, you just said. The, I heard the, nothing. Cheerleaders are complete. Even when I'm on with you, I don't hear what you said. <laughs> it's the complete sexualization and objectification of women, which we're supposed to be steering away yeah. from, in college, and they slam on the side of the thing. And then in the pros, they dress them up even sluttier. I was trying to make up something like, don't you think that's what the football players, you know, their uniforms are all about? <laughs> Broad shoulders, Ooh. tight ass. There's probably an aspect of that, of trying to make them look hotter, like yeah. sexier. But then, you know, bottom line is, it's the, the opening with Carrie Underwood, she's great. She's got a great career for a reason. But I don't know one person that's like, oh, that theme song just... It doesn't no, give I, well, chills. It, it, it doesn't be, do anything. Um, who, who did it before? Um, uh, the, the other one that looks like... Pink? No, it was no, the, no, no. Keith Urban's wife. Yeah. Pink or not it? Keith Urban. No, the other one. Uh, sorry. Uh, not Keith Urban. Uh, tr- uh, uh, Faith, Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Yeah. God. That was a great open. Faith Hill. Was it? Yeah, it was good enough. It was the same. Uh, who is her husband? Who is her husband? Because I did this... Tim, Andre- McGraw. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. So I did this Andre Agassi event... And it was crazy because I was about to go on stage and Faith Hill was there. She looked over to me like she wanted to talk to me. And then she was pulled away, I think, by Tim McGraw. It's like, you can't, no. You can't talk to him. No, because you will fall in love. Or, or she was about to say, what are you looking at, lady? Well, I, I thought maybe this was just <laughs> weird. But then I realized, oh, she's 
she's a football fan, so she knew she who knew. I was. Yeah, that's what you like to think. And then I wanted to play Andre Agassi in ping pong and uh, crush him. Yeah. Did you? I, w- I would have. All right. Well, that's a hell of a oh, I know, story. He plays it like tennis. No, I'm just saying I wanted to. I wanted to. Did. I would beat Robert Parrish in basketball. I tell people that now. Now? Yeah. Currently. You well, look. You picked Andre Agassi, and his he was done. But I was I, I was hanging. Yeah. No, but he said he loved. He's good at racket sports. He said he didn't even like tennis. Well, he's like, Agassi, ah, I played so much, I don't even like. You it. think he? You think he like ping pong? You destroy him? Yeah, because he hits like, like a tennis player. Yeah, oh, it's wow. a totally different game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that. It's, yeah, it's completely different. Mainly the so, pinging and pong. Um, let's let's get into the uh, NFL stuff. Did, first of all, did you guys miss fans? Like, on, in a general, um, just observation, I did miss the fans and the energy. It seemed a little more boring than it normally does. Yeah, um, I think the TV presentation did a pretty nice job of making it. I think they did as good a job yeah, as they could, making it feel like it was fairly normal. Those pullback shots of the whole stadium, those end zone shots were a constant reminder. They reminded me of when I go to like a store or a bank or something and I see the masks, I'm like, oh yeah, we're in yeah. the middle of this nightmare. And it kind of makes me sad. It makes me kind of have that emotional, duh. But, uh, well, they're starting to do that with TV shows now too, where yeah. they're having masks on the shows yeah. Yeah. and the commercials have masks. It makes me sad. It makes me feel like, oh, yeah. it's never going to end. So I watched, when I was watching, I thought to myself, I think the energy's okay. I, I didn't notice a difference in the play and I was actually really impressed at the intensity and uh, efficiency those guys played with no preseason. I think they proved there's no need for Yeah, there is no need for They really played. I mean, other than the Buccaneers. Well, they, yeah, they needed some help. That's, but that was, the efficiency factor was, was good. Yeah, I, I, I really thought, think I, they played well. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's solid yeah. football for what it was. Yeah, Scott, did you miss it at all or no? Uh, the pros, I didn't miss it. I watched a little bit of college on Saturday, and it exposed – First, the games were lousy games. Yeah. I mean, almost all the games were lousy. There were a couple of conference games in the ACC that were decent. But college, it exposed that college football is not anywhere close to as good as the NFL no. without the energy. The energy and the passion, that not only the players, but the stands and the, the, the before the game and everything that goes with it creates – it kind of balances why they're not as good. Whereas well, that's why College Game Day pro- is yeah. College Game Day is such a great show yeah. because yes. it is everything that a college football game is about. And I think that's some of what you don't even like, John. And tell me if I'm wrong, but it's okay. It's not about the skill and how good the games are. It's about everything else. It's in a the college tribal mentality of yeah. my side versus yours. Yeah. They don't care about the game. It's like soccer in some parts of Europe. They don't really care about what's going on, on the field. They just care about the the uh, activities that are uh, you know around it. I, I, I like college football. To me, has to be the only reason I hate it is because there's 200 teams. If you whittled it down to like the good ones, instead of pretending like the times that Appalachian State beat Michigan was possible every week, it's not. Right. That was a complete goof. And so you got these blowouts, 77 to seven games, and these dudes that are. It's just terrible. So uh, college football bothers me because of the setup. If they just admit what it is as a pro game, which is it is, or just a farm system for the pros, I'm fine with that. But they keep trying to act like it's some holier-than-thou pure system, and it just isn't. It's just – Yeah, I don't mind it, though, because you can get the education. You can. I think there should be an alternative yeah. where I don't know you why can get tied. paid. Why is it tied to college? Uh, I'll never understand that. It isn't anywhere else in the world. Well, I don't think that – I don't think they would get the audiences 
Because the games aren't good enough. Yeah, but, well, we'd have to rebuild. People right. wouldn't care, dude. You're right now. People oh, I would think, not yeah. care. I think they do. I think college football is already regional, and it's only because yeah. of who they are, uh, who they're tied to, and what the schools are. But I think if you had like like they do in Europe with soccer schools, and you had football schools here in the states, and you drafted out of those football schools, it would change. It would but take it, a lot of no, time to build. It. It's way too. It's way too late. It's like yeah, yeah. putting toothpaste back in a tube. It's not going to happen. I'm just saying. I've done that. They, I have too. Easy. It's it's a it's suck method. method. You pull back, it works. But the uh, yeah, I just think that college is is it's just so phony to me as a as a uh, all uh, you know this hierarchy of education and glowing right. praise on the no, it's a it's a business. And just yeah, well, it. that's the problem. Yeah, is it yeah. became a business, yeah. a big, a big, huge time, big one. BCS time business. became a side business right. that wasn't even tied to college that ran college football, and nobody ever admits that. And and they had to dismantle it because they were basically stealing it. I, I always think it's funny when all these people uh, get on their high horse and get on their soapbox and talk about on television how they should be paying the players and stuff yeah. like that. But then and they overpay the coaches and all that. And then they're on TV getting paid yeah. to talk about it. And it's just like, eh. Well, that's the, the vicious circle of the entertainment side of sports. You can't. I mean, that's the hypocrisy. Yeah. It's, There's a ton of that's that. That's why I just look at it. But you can't beat like Lou Holtz doing anything. And uh, Lee Corso. He's not doing it. No, I know. I'm just saying. Those are the guys that always. Well, the doses are one, two, both love. make him so much, and you've got Jesus on your shirt getting body slammed by Macho Man. That's okay. Next week's. Next week's are going to the Holtzian warm ups. Lou Holtz warm ups. So, this is the why do you have pans behind you now? Where did Scott go? He's in Scott the kitchen. Is, uh, maneuvering. But yeah, I love Lee Corso. Um, I'm, I'm get, trying to get a better internet. Yeah. Trying to get better net. Um, People used to say I looked like Tim McGraw, by the way, about a decade ago. Is that right? Yeah, a lot of people used to say that. It was okay. so weird. I'm not denying I was thinner. <laughs> don't, I was thinner. You don't have to prove it to me. I can, believe, I can see a little of that. <sighs> Not anymore. Yeah. Let's get into this NFL stuff instead of <laughs> instead of That's things you dead. miss. Instead of things Scott's misremembering. Yeah, let's let's side by side that. Uh, okay, here's here's something. I got three things really quickly. Then you guys can. You can go well, before you get into whatever. that. Just let me just need him speed. I think you're like you know Patrick Swayze's brother. Kind of looks like Patrick Swayze, but isn't. What's no, his name? that's not fair at all. I don't care for that at all. That was that, that is rude. <laughs> that was just mean because I'm looking at side by side. I'm looking at you, Don right Swayze. Now. Don Swayze, but I'm looking at pictures of Tim McGraw no. on the computer, and you're sitting next to him. You are the Don Swayze to his Tim McGraw. Oh no, no. Oh, that no. one he does Maybe look like. Hold on, hold on. Wait. That's a Scott Long look right Let there. Me see which one? This oh, that big one? Yeah, I see it in the nose yeah. and eyes. I see. I, I definitely tilt your head. Take your glasses. You off. Put a cowboy hat on. Yeah, I know. Get Tilt plastic. your head to, to the side. Le- to, over your other right way, shoulder. Over other way. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. Tilt, Tilt your it. head. That's Don't turning. turn your head. That's looking up. You know what? Are we building a player in NBA? Oh. In, in NBA 2K? And, and nobody can see this right. either, no, by the way. I see, I see a little bit of Tim McGraw. I do see that in there. I see it. to be more. If a guy was trying to do Tim McGraw like uh, in Vegas on one of those shows and then had to go to box. <laughs> Like Don Swayze yeah, trying he, to He'd do overdone it. the surgery and he needs to get it. <laughs> and then go to botch. And then he has to go to botch. <laughs> it's botched Tim McGraw. And that's not a bad thing because I'm botched. No, you know, no. he'd beat Tim Magoo. That's exactly. Mr. Tim Magoo. <laughs> Roadhog. He, uh, uh, I am a botched Squidward, so it's okay. I look like Tyson Fury if he had AIDS. So we're good here. Yours is much better. 
I would gladly be the Don Swayze to Tim McGraw. Yeah. I mean, that's... I look like Tug McGraw's ugly bird. Tug McGraw. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. That's such right. a crazy story, too. That the Tug, Tug Tim McGraw, thing? Yeah. You know, was, you know, she was a baseball Annie, basically, Tim McGraw's mom. Yeah. And uh, down in wherever, in Louisiana or whatever. And he never even knew that was his dad. Isn't that nuts? Early on. And then they ended no, up... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, yeah. then they ended up having yeah. a relationship together. Oh, like, man. Towards mm-hmm. the end, they didn't All like right. each other when he first found her. So what are the three things right. you wanted to start out with, Scott? The Eagles are up 17 to nothing, <laughs> and Dwayne Haskins brings them back. The Lions are up 23 to 6, and Mitch Trubiscuit brings them back. Barely. The Colts oh, gave up 19 of 20 completions to Gardner Minshew. Those are probably three of the five worst quarterbacks in the NFL. And all three teams are three and zero. Gardner, can't say that about Minshew. Gardner yet. can Gardner can play accurate ball. He's got nobody playing with him. Ah. That Lions team does not know how to secure victory. They yeah. did this oh. all last year. They're a better's nightmare. If you're a gambler and you've got the oh. Lions and you're giving up points, you just give your money away. Yeah. What was the spread on that game, Scott? It had to be like four. It was four. Yeah. The Bears were, yeah. The, I mean, the Lions were like a four point favorite or three point, and that they would have caught that ball in the end zone. They would have caught it. Yeah, they should have won. That, that, was, that was just they a should've won. real. Yep. Bad. Bears, Bears fans are in the, the worst thing. You know who the ref was there? Uh-uh. Danny Davis. Is that true? No. Oh, <laughs> wrestling. He was the Danny Davis was the wrestling guy, the wrestling uh, referee who turned out to be a phony and then started wrestling. I don't remember that. I remember that Danny Davis the wrestler. I don't remember him ever wrestling. I always thought he was the one that, oh, when he wrestled. Oh, he was a referee first. He would rig things. And there was a guy who looked like him. It was a whole. Wow. Yeah. All right. Was, That's my shirt talking. Yeah. But yeah, I, I look at that and I'm like, okay, the Bears got their win and the Lions got their loss. The Lions have got the same problem they had last year, which is for some reason they can't close. The Bears have to walk away from that as fans of the Bears and wonder, why did that happen? You'd almost rather had the loss because then at least you could get serious about Nick Foles. Because the problem with Mitch Trubisky is he can't give you four quarters. He will shine for a little while. And sometimes it's the second quarter. Sometimes it's the first. But it just so happened that the Lions caved and he had his his moment. And now they're stuck with him again next week. And he might have a pop. He might not. But that is not a guy you want to – But that's going to play out in a few weeks. I mean, that's – It could have played out in a week. They were inept. Do you think they want yeah. that to happen? Do you think that's yes. what he was hoping for? I don't think Nagy and I don't think uh, Pace, the GM, want that at all. I think what they want is is Mitch Trubisky to be decent for four quarters, not shine. Right. One, and, but uh, but if it's not, I think fans and the Chicago media, uh, Chicago media has got to be eating them alive today because had that had Swift was his name, had he caught that ball for the Lions at the end and and defeated the Bears. Not only would Trubisky be Trubisky be on the hook, that defense would be on the hook. Fangio's on the hook. Matt Nagy's on the hook. They got away with one yesterday and they shouldn't feel good about it. That Bears team got trounced by the Lions for three and a half quarters until the Lions just said, All right, we don't know how to win games. Uh prevent But offense. I don't think do you think again, this is game one of a COVID season that's really weird. For Trubisky, it's the, that was the most important game of the year. And he came away. He victory. didn't though. Victory, yeah, yeah. victory. Ah. No, consistency is. He was terrible. He, it was. He awful. was so I bad. I agree, but quarters. I'm just trying to. I know you're trying, trying to, to skip Bayless. Being smart, and uh, you yeah, don't get it. Skip, skip. We're not allowed to do that. 
the uh, uh, but yeah, the uh, the basics of Trubisky were okay. Uh, we got to make a move. We got, and then all of a sudden, the Lions start to just hand the ball back, give up the points, and it's like, oh, we got to play him again next week, and he might that- do it again next week. And I don't know that Foles is better. But at least it's a breath of fresh air for the team. Yeah, to but go. Foles won a Super Bowl. Right. He could win a Super Bowl. Trubisky could not win a Super Bowl. No, Trubisky can barely True. get he can he won one Trubisky. quarter yesterday. And yes, that's all remember Lombardi last week was saying getting to the half with the lead is the most important or most overlooked stat in football. The Bears never do. So you're gonna have to he's like Jake Plummer to me. Jake Plummer with the Cardinals, everybody wanted him to be better than he was, and he dug holes for teams and then would have these magical comebacks against average teams, and you kept giving him chance after chance, and it never mattered. I don't to even anything. know if you need the lead. You just need the game to be close. You need to be within time. Three. And if you have momentum. Yeah. I think one score or or just barely more than one score, you're all right. Like if you got a seven point lead, you're going to make it through. Oh, we lost Scott. I don't know. I, there's I, well, at I, least we have I, a picture of Tim. Some McGraw. coaches are great making adjustments. You can just see how well you can have comebacks, but I think statistically, if you're coming from behind always in the second half, you got problems because the other teams, you know, if, unless they just I'd like fold to see like what that stat did. is. Got to be huge. I. With a lead like the Lions had, and you just go the, roam on it. It's got to be huge. It's gonna be huge, incredible. It's a great game. <laughs> it's a great game. I want to. I want to find out on that because I think I see so many coaches that have a better second half. Sure, the first. it's all adjustments against average teams. Again, Belichick. You can. Belichick's he's never almost, behind. Yes. Oh, yeah. Never. You just don't realize it. No, nah, he's yeah. always in it. He's in it. In it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you're down seven or ten. Your odds of coming back are slim because you really have to turn it on. And teams can. Better teams can. But I'm saying the Trubisky thing, his his deal to me was come out of that gates and show consistency, show growth. He showed you exactly what he's been since he's been in the league, which is completely inept. And, oh, my God, where's that guy been? Which has been the reason the Bears are uh, on also ran. And they were 12-4 and four with him that one year because the defense was just monumental. And it gave him hope. But he hasn't grown. And I guarantee you, Bear fans, the media in Chicago, are destroying Yeah, he's not. He's, he doesn't seem to be getting better. He makes no. the same mistakes. Right. And he's just not the You guy. look at uh, Allen in oh, Buffalo, yeah, yeah. and he seems to be getting better. He misses You hope some, so. He, that Jets team is no litmus. Yeah, but, uh, I mean. He played great yesterday. Uh, they, there's, there's potential. And they got to the playoffs last year, and he looked like a deer in headlights like we yeah. talked about. But, uh, but that defense is what carries him. And I think the Bears could have that. But they, you know. it'll be really interesting to see what happens with these NFL teams because there are six more seventeen in- plus point comebacks for Bill Belichick since two thousand six. That's a lot. That's seven of them is points, Super Bowl. Yeah, that's but that's big. seventeen points though. Yeah. I'm talking about just being down seven or yeah. If you're down one, I'll give you that. But I mean that's a game. But if you're down ten going into the half, you I th- you think that's tougher. Yeah. In the second half, there's something weird that happens in the last five minutes of games though, where teams can just. All of a sudden, like you said, with those three games you talked about, the Lions, uh, the Colts, all those games, it's it's a weird... But uh, what do they all have in common? They're a bunch of average teams. Yeah. The bigger thing is... Yeah, you, when they're... You, like, you, like, like I, I texted Gruden this, this morning... I don't remember if it was this morning or last night, but I texted him, those, the game that the, the, um, the Raiders won, I'm like, that, those are the ones you didn't win last year. Remember, right. they went for it. It's huge. To try and just win that last yeah. game last year, yeah. which I think, why not? What, there was no difference. Why not right. go for it? Tell your players, hey, we should go for this. Right. I don't want to tie. I, I want to win. You. I want to win. Yeah. We just even if we go down, we go down. We made, we, you know, we took our chances. I bet on my guys. 
Um, but those games, that happened to them how often last year where they'd get, they were down, they'd come back, they'd be up, and then they'd lose it on a right. last-second field goal the other way. They'd score too early or something would happen. Right. And, you know, Cleveland Farrell made that huge uh, stop uh, on Massive third time. or four, it was on fourth, fourth down, down. Right. Uh, fourth and one or something. Yeah. And, the, and it's they but made the play. Learned how to win. Teams yeah. have to learn how to win. And that's that thing I always talk about with culture. Like in this culture, this team's culture, they, like you walk into a building and it wins a lot, they know how to win games, so you just fall into that. Teams like the Raiders have learned how to lose. The Lions certainly have learned how to lose. And then I think, you know, to a certain degree, Indianapolis, since the Peyton days, no matter who the, who's there, they haven't learned how to win yet. they got a whole new regime. I think Frank Reich's going to be great for them. But, you know, Philip Rivers was Philip Rivers. Everything he's been in yeah. San Diego, he was for one day in Indianapolis, which is mind-blowing fantasy football stats and then a few mistakes that cost you the game. I mean, to throw for 400-plus yards. They never that, punted. Yeah, 20, they what, never 20 points? They punted during the whole game. Yeah. Uh, and I would argue that under when they had Andrew Luck, they made it to the AFC Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. And they had you're three right. straight seasons. I mean, he crushed them. He yeah. was the beginning of COVID-19 for Indianapolis. <laughs> he, was, he was the riots. He was everything because he was like that kind of millennial, uh, hey, this is going to happen in the future. Every year we're going to have a new deal where something's going to be as bad is me retiring right before the season. Yeah, that was killer. And we're like, no, nah, that couldn't be. That was uh, devastating. And it did. That's something my oh, son would devastating. do. Quit, That's quit. something Joey would do. Is quit like, a whole team? No, just not quit a team. Just be like, eh, I'm not going to do it. Really? Yeah, I'm just not going to. Scott, you're in Indianapolis. How is that uh, swung? Because I remember when we had this talk when he did it last year, I guess, when he did that. Uh, everybody's like, well, you know, you give him his due and everything else. And I, I, I kind of remember maybe it was you and I both were kind of like, it's kind of tough to do to the rest of the team. I understand it, but it's yeah. awfully tough to do that to the other dudes that have, you know, free agents that have come in, the coaching staff that was there. Has the city kind of turned on that whole vibe or has Philip Rivers rescued it, at least for the time being? Well, I think it's very similar to how the rest of the world kind of looks. I mean, the United States looks at football. Yeah. Most of the football fans are still pissed. But most of the people who don't like football think it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, so and I still think that's going on. I think that's why so many people didn't want to see football. But they weren't football fans to begin with. It's like, well, why don't they let them kneel? Yeah. Uh, that should be fine. But you don't watch football. The football fans don't like the yeah. kneeling. Yeah. That's why I don't care personally. I'm watching for the action Either, you know, or the gambling. That's what's yeah. fun to me. Yeah. It's, it's better the than the rest of my life. The escapism. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of football fans aren't watching. Yeah. They're not no. watching. Very the true. ratings were down. Yeah, the ratings. That kneeling stuff, that means something. Yeah, I'm surprised the ratings were down with everybody begging for something to watch. I don't I think, I, I, again, I, I think, I don't think people are begging for something to watch. I think some people are, but I think a lot of people have found. I have a, a a lot more going on in my life. That's true. Than just these sports. I, I, I mean, people have found that they can talk to their families. Like when people no. are quarantined. <laughs> no, no, no. That's over. You're talking. No, what? Let's stop, Frank. You're talking to your family still. Like, yeah, in a good way. Yeah, we still have dinner together. Really? We never had that before. You're Italian. Oh, You're yeah. Italian. You have. That's to wonderful. Fight. You guys can fight. I mean, uh, yeah. Talk. I mean, there there are. 
we shoot at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're fighting. <laughs> but I mean, but absolutely. But you find there are other things. Everybody discovered more stuff online. People discovered all sorts of different interests. And one of the issues is that, and I think this has happened with Hollywood too. People make so much money and then tell you how to think. True. That yeah. people that middle America has gone. Screw you. Yeah. You are. Yes super rich you don't understand what i go through right and i can't you can't relate to me i can't relate to you i it used to be that escape it used yeah. to be fantasy that you it, and when people would watch a sporting event everything else went away in the world it just became i'm rooting for my team this is what i care about and now the weight of the world is in sports yeah and i don't know if that's right or wrong i just know that some people really want that and there's to me there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with going hey i just want to watch like that's how i feel you know if you watch uh if you want to watch a a comedian and you want to watch old school steve martin put an arrow through his head yeah nothing wrong with that but if you want to watch george carlin talk about uh the 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 fall of civilization yeah (laughs) and everything that's going on you know in the world and making points that's okay too. There are different right. types of comedy. Well, I, yeah, I think the I think the basics of the uh, of the political part to me it becomes class war to say, oh, you guys are rich. I think they're rubbing our noses in the fact that look, I'm your hero. It used to be we chose our yeah. heroes. We used to choose who our heroes were. Now they're telling us who our heroes are. They're giving you who you're going to root for. The greatest the- one of all time. I am not a role yeah. model. Which was back right before this all started when they started to tell you who your hero was. You, they used to, It used to seem like sports waited for the cream to rise and say, this Michael Jordan guy, he's your hero. Yeah. And then it became that. Now it's like, oh, no. Baker Mayfield is going to be your hero. Here's an ad campaign. Here's this. He looks the part. We're going to force this down your throat. And if he fails, we'll discard him and we'll do it with a new guy. You're told who your heroes are going to be. And I think the frustration with sports has become not only am I told I have to think like them in order to like them properly. Right. And I watch a lot of Okay, pro- Go ahead. No, I was going to say that pro- you bring up Mayfield. He does those progressive insurance ads. Yeah. How long can they continue to show those? Because I think most people just look at him. Hey, why do I want to get insurance from a loser? Yeah, right and that now might, he, he's a. He, I'm sure he's a fine person, but he always no looks. Ha, he's when they're down. He always shows everything on his face yeah. too. Yeah, it's he is perfect for the damage part. Of the, the liabilities, yeah. yeah, he's the like, liability. He, like looking at it, it's just not getting the check to fix everything. He doesn't have yeah. that face most. I of just time. don't think he's ever done anything to earn this "look at me" thing. You know, uh, I remember when the Steelers drafted Jarvis Jones, or Jar- was it Jarvis Jones? Was that his name? Yeah, Jarvis Jones. Jarvis Jones was the outside linebacker, and he started getting subway commercials. And us, all the Steeler fans, are like, "What's he done?" Because we have a high bar yeah. for who's a star on that right. team. Like, what the hell's he done to get this? Don't get this guy thinking he's special. It is good agents, but they are able to say, here's your next superstar before we choose. And I think the same thing applies with the politics of it. It feels a a driven agenda by the sport to tell you. But there's nothing – okay, so there's nothing – you guys could tell me if you think I'm wrong. There's nothing wrong to me – I think the NFL, in a lot of ways, has done a better job because it's not catchphrases; it's end racism and stuff like that. Yeah. I think those, I'm I'm good in that. I, yeah, I, I'm okay with them too. I don't like hashtag okay stuff it. when it's a hashtag and a catchphrase. 
Uh, yeah, but the yeah. danger to me, devil's advocate, because I agree with you, but the danger to me is when you say something like end racism in a politically fueled movement, and then you say, if you're against us, you're racist. Instead of saying, no, I'm like the flag kneeling thing doesn't mean I don't support a lot of what you're saying. The end racism, it takes all sure. of us. Those are great. But when you make it so agenda driven that it's like, here's what we're going to do. And if you even disagree with it, you're one of those. Right. And I don't I'm not. And I think like the ratings being down are people tired of being told, even if they agree with it, they're tired of being told Here's okay. what there is to think. And I'm like, I agree with that, but I don't come here for that. I don't go to Applebee's for Baskin-Robbins ice cream. You know, I, I go for a specific thing. I go to the NFL for my entertainment, my escapism. And I understand the players are like, we're human. We have a right to vote. In no time in history has it ever been easier to express your opinion. You have Twitter. You have Facebook. You have every opportunity to go out on a limb. You don't need to use the forum of football constantly as Help your me. outlet. Muhammad Ali. Very rarely during a fight. But not during a fight. Yeah, right? I mean, it, during fight time and anything else. If they asked him about politics or if it was a political movement and he was there, he'd talk about it. If it was an anti-war thing, he would talk about it. But if it was during the fight, he wouldn't you know, get on a knee and raise. And if he did, that's fine because that's almost an individual thing. That wasn't the World Boxing Federation. Well, it was different, too. When somebody would come yes. in, like, when somebody would come in uh, like him, yeah. and there aren't many like him, no. but he would – he would do that of his own volition. It didn't feel yeah, like and he was he, could, he was his own entity. And he, he didn't, didn't represent anything and, but Muhammad Ali. Right. And he wasn't telling you you're a bad person. No. And he just said, Here's the thing that I think is true and real. And he didn't have Twitter. If he did, he'd have probably used that like nobody ever has. But now it's like, Jesus, you're you're constantly bombarded. The, the Drew Brees things where my eyes just were like, wait a minute. All he said was, I didn't want to do the flag thing as a protest. That's not for me. And he was called every name in the book by his own teammates before they even talked to him. And it's like this. I got into it, John, with a comedian friend of mine who posted on Facebook. He just started ripping Drew Brees after that. And I just proceeded to list all the money that Drew Brees had raised for the city of New Orleans, had been the face of that. He saved New Orleans. The majority of that community is is uh was an inner city you know people of color or that he was helping in those particular groups so everything just because he has a differing view on that to just be slammed yeah and it wasn't like he went out of his way but he had a very corporate answer his answer was very corporate that's why you had people like that i suppose it was corporate but in the same way he he kind of said you know i would never go down that road with the flag you know, yeah. I, I don't think that that's a proper way to protest. That's his opinion. But right. everybody said, no, 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 you can't have that opinion. You can't I th- have that opinion. I think that's so. when you start seeing end racism in the end zone. Like, of course, end racism. It's, I forget the comedian. I don't know. Well, so there are some people that don't. Well, there are some people who see that. And they're, they're beyond help to me. Right. Well, I agree with that. That, that well. I don't even care. if that No no slogan in the end zone is going to make a guy go, I should stop being racist now. If you're that, you're you're racist and you don't give a I'm shit on, about I'm, anything You else. know what? I'm on a mission to find that person. That one guy. I know where to look. <laughs> I know several places to look. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, so I think that whole mess of, of tell, it's, I, there's a comedian who did a thing a long time ago about uh, the first lady and uh, her agenda is like always something so simple that you have, like who isn't behind ch- children's right. like literacy? Pay teachers more. Yeah, pay teachers more, liter- like children's literacy or uh, physical fitness for kids. Right. Everybody is for what a first lady's into, but they never said if you're, if you're like, well, that's going to cost money, that you hate all children. 
And that's the way the political movement feels to me. I agree. If I look at it and say, ah, I disagree with your methods, not your message, I'm still, now you're racist. I'm like, no, I just don't think you're doing it right. And then, and you'll turn a lot of people off who agree with you. And so when I saw the numbers this morning that ratings for the NFL that Thursday night were down, shocked me. Because I thought for sure everybody's like, let's just see what it's like. At least a curiosity. Telling you, I think people have found other stuff. You, you're probably right. People have found. Well, they've fiddled around. They found so their right? lives. Yeah. They found stupid. They found TikTok. Yeah. They found all these things that are even shorter, oh. shorter attention spans, and they can, you know, Netflix. They found it all yeah. documentaries. How much do you think it has to do with the idea too that you don't want to get your hopes up? I think I find myself in that category a little. Like, I really don't want to invest myself in this football season in case it goes awry. It stops. And, and I kind of feel like just – I'm doing that tonight. The Steelers play – we're taping on Monday. They play tonight. And uh, I'm like – I'm excited to see how this goes, but I'm, I don't have my hopes up that this season's going to amount to anything because it may not finish. And it just has this impending cloud kind of – weather What if it ends nearby. up as seven on seven? I'd love that. Like the like the Texas seven on seven leagues. Oh, <laughs> I mean that's that they're just down to that many players. It could happen. Belichick wins. Well, we've lost. Oh, he'd kill. He, oh. He'll he'll outcoach everybody. I've been planning for this for ten years. <laughs> four on four. <laughs> he'll get them all together. But yeah, I, I just feel like you know, when you ever watch a baseball game and they keep saying those clouds are getting closer. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about football. Like it may get a rain delay. It's hard because they're traveling. Yeah, they're, it's, and college has a couple teams that have had to shut down now. And they're small, but they're still. And it's just that whole – I just can't imagine that uh, being a thing, especially with Odell Beckham wanting poop on his body now. That is really COVID unfriendly to have ladies come try to crap on you. That's really not hygienic, and I hope he's wearing Does he have a, a poop room? Is that real or is that just a rumor? <laughs> Even if it's not. Have you looked at – How awful is it in this world that – one girl's like, story. One slut goes on a podcast and says, I pooped on Odell yeah. Beckham, and that is his label. Here's Here's my theory on that, you know – Right. You reach a point where you're a guy like that, where you've had sex with as many women, the, anything you've tried, everything, Pick it and then you go Chuck, you go Chuck Berry, and then you know that's the only thing to get you off. Or you could be Michael Hutchins of In Excess, and you're like, yeah. I've done it all. I'm gonna have to hang myself while yeah. I try to do it. <laughs> it is true. Ma- uh, Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas talked about how weird it got in Los Angeles in the '80s because sex was just so easy to get right. that you started to uh-huh. look for weirder ways to get it. And uh, yeah. he got into these strange things. I know an actor whose name I won't reveal, very well known, who got so bored because it was so easy for him to pick up women that his only deal with sex was, uh, see if I can humiliate him by doing him, making him do stuff because I am who I am. That's... And he would, you know. Jim Gaffigan. It was Gaffigan. Gaffigan and uh, what are you Ronnie doing? Chang. Oh, my yeah. God. He's really changed his image. Chang He's really or Gaffigan. Different. Well, ironically enough, it was Chang with Gaffigan. It was a really strange, like, uh, abuse of both people. But, yeah, so you start to understand that when it's something so simple, it's boring to just be, you know, normal. And so Odell getting pooped on is no big deal. But to the general public, it is, especially in COVID times. And so that's Hollywood. It's like, eh, not much. Look, we talked about it on the the radio. The uh, Richard Gere story is everybody knows it right everyone knows it and it's like yeah. meh that's his label whether it's true or not doesn't matter oh no it's true i, I know was, it's true. i was on letterman I... and he was on like the next show there taping two shows he brings the gerbil he had him out stuffed <laughs> stupid <laughs> petrix <laughs> i would like to see stupid petrix yeah right here now. we go uh, uh, <laughs> richard uh, make that uh make this gerbil reappear <laughs> dave i'm gonna need a tube of toilet paper uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Paul, Paul, uh, finish up the TP, would you? Hey. No problem, Dave. All right, let's let's see a couple of these. Uh, okay, here's a question I want to ask you guys: If you had to pick one quarterback from the entire league, yeah. who do you pick as your quarterback? My like to start a team, you got to uh, redraft your whole Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, in a heartbeat. I love Mahomes. Mahomes. Who? Mahomes. He said. Oh, he said Mahomes also. Mahomes. Yeah. It's an automatic. Yeah, yeah, me too. Automatic. Me too. You. Th- I don't think there's a close second. I do. Who? Russell Wilson. Oh, Russell's up there. Uh, Russell's up uh, there. Did you uh, see him yesterday? Close, yeah. They're letting him. They're letting him play now. Yeah, no, they're letting him cook. They're letting, letting, letting him cook. Yeah, and they did let you, him. You must have watched him uh, yesterday. Was, till he, that was yeah. what was crazy. he? Thirty-four for thirty-seven. Thirty-one of thirty-five. Frank, no he was interceptions. Unreal. He was unreal. I, I and there's yeah. no doubt. But I would take Patrick Mahomes because. Well, you're asking like age. Age. age one of only yeah. three performances in the NFL history where eighty-five <laughs> percent, or actually eighty-eight percent, or better, Quit uh, off with thirty-five attempts and no interceptions. All right, good for you. <laughs> How many stats did you research tied, just on that? In oh, case I read it everything. Came up. And the Seahawks are tied with the Bears at one and zero. Big deal. But, I you know he is amazing. He's he is he is a top three. To me, but I think Mahomes just owns the league. Who's right the now. other? Who's who else? Uh, you know, I'd probably still go. Like, if you're saying for a one year run, I'm still looking at like uh, I think I'd still look at Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers as my Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Not Brees. Yesterday, I don't know. Not Drew Brees. Brees looked sharp yesterday. Now, will he last the whole season? I don't know. But yeah, it's the second half of the season that yeah. gets Drew Brees. Oh, and it if gets, that's true, that's tired. It's age. Watching him and his decision making and his leadership, man, there's not much you're going to get better. And he was zipping that ball early. So yeah, you're right. Maybe week nine, ten, you start seeing it fade. But uh, yeah, between him and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers looked like he was 25 yesterday. I mean, he yeah. he looked unreal. Let's see how long that lasts. And again, he's he doesn't have the supporting cast that Drew Brees has. Uh, but yeah, I, I, Mahomes the same. But, I, yeah, but those, uh, those everything I've heard about Aaron Rodgers is he's been throwing. I don't want to say throwing games, but he's been mad at play calls. Yeah, he's and big. hasn't been. But uh, you know who we didn't mention is Lamar Jackson because I'm still not sold that that is going to be something that can't be stopped eventually. Although they beat up the Browns, everybody's throwing Lamar Jackson's numbers around. The Browns – Stefanski, I don't know if you guys watched the beginning of that game, he's a Browns coach, like immediately became a traditional Browns coach. They go down 7 nothing. they get a bad drive back out to the 35, and he fakes the punt yeah. against a team he knows is probably a little better than him. And if they a little, well, that's what he's got. He can't have it in his head quite yet. Like we're the best team in the division. You can't even count that game. Like that's a game fourteen nothing like that. And you're like, and now Baker Mayfield's got to throw. Nick Chubb doesn't get the ball anymore. This team's done. And that's traditional Browns coaching is trying to be clever rather than smart. And man, oh man. And if there's one thing I think of when I think Cleveland is clever, clever. Well, you got to be to survive it. Cleverland. (laughs) If you miss, if you rearrange the word, yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, it's so the Browns it's like Tom the Riddle, Browns. who yeah Harry Potter reference. Oh, hmm. Hmm. lost. I know. Lost on a younger viewer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any Tom. I know you. The don't. kicking was the, the no, kicking was that. brutal yeah. again yesterday. Yeah. By the way, I mean teams were guys missing like less than thirty yard field goals. That was not happening five yeah. years ago. No. I want to know why that's happening. Yeah. How these guys all of a sudden so much can't pressure. Kick the pressure on kickers now is so much more than it used to be. You used to be able to miss four or five kicks a year. There's sometimes you look back at Super Bowl teams that had a kicker that missed like 11 yeah. that year, and now but, you miss okay, one and you might be out okay, of work. I, here's my theory. But to kick, miss 30-yard field. Here's, my, here's my theory. All right. 
your practice yeah. was extra points. Extra points were a lot easier to make because they were almost automatic because yeah. they were so much closer. Now they're worried about making those too. So they don't have the gimmies, the warm-ups, yeah. the practice swings. that, uh, and, and it's all mental. Well, also younger people are a little less mentally stable. I agree with that. I think there's a truth to that. Like there's less uh, attention to detail. They're, they've, been, they've grown up in a world where everything's just flying by them mentally. And it, can't people focus are like just that. faster. Yeah. Everybody's faster. Everything's happening fast. And everybody is Lawrence Taylor in Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. Coming after the kicker, Dexter Manley. Dexter Manley was my guy in tech. tech. Oh, really? He was unreal. Nobody was better than uh, Lawrence. Taylor. It was close. Dexter Manley was yeah. fantastic. Dexter was amazing. The problem with Dexter Manley could not read a defense. No, could, could read anything. Could have stopped. It could not read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about this one? Uh, last night uh, again, Jason Garrett gets fired as the Cowboys head coach. Mike McCarthy goes in, does exactly what Jason coach Garrett like would have Jason done. Jason Garrett. It was the same coaching mistake at the end, and and they did a thing that Mike McCarthy and like. His entire tenure with Green Bay, every time he was down yeah. three on fourth down at field goal range, he, he, I think he faked once or went for it once out of 33 different times. And he does it his first chance he gets. And I think lose. people are crazy in the COVID world, though, and they're, they, they, they're looking at this like that the season might not end either or might not finish yeah. either. And they're like, hey, I'm going to take some chances and do some things I might not do. I think do. that was just a bone. But he mode. also – I agree. But he also said that he took that year off – and started looking at trends and all sorts right. of stuff. And but one of the trends he should have looked at was he had the second yeah. best win percentage in football behind Belichick while he was coaching. They're so I mean, to, they're trying to be different. They're somewhere. trying to uh, to shine with risk, and I think people respect risk. But at the same time, and the reward is not there when you're on the what they were on like the 12 yard line when he, he went for it on fourth down. They didn't get it, and they lose by three. That would have tied the game at 20, and they blew it. And that was a pure Jason Garrett move. That's something Jimmy uh, uh, Jerry Jones would have had to go on TV and defend afterwards. And, and it's his first first game as a Cowboys head coach. There was a lot of cool stuff like that WWE little storylines that happened in and amongst that. I thought the I thought the weekend was good. We'll see if it continues. I, I want to hit a few more of these games. Sure. I, uh, the the uh, I, I was texting you about this, John. I love Cam Newton on the Patriots. I know the Dolphins are only so good, but I think. I don't. I will see. One of my least favorite players. I know, players. but I don't like that he pouts. That's all. He, that's I, all. I don't mind somebody showboating, and uh, I hate his his all about me mentality. But it, it can't be completely that with the Patriots. Yeah, but I think he still got that pouty thing. We'll if, see. if they start getting, well, and we'll see. Maybe they won't ever be behind. Can you'll see the best of Cam because when that Panthers team wasn't losing, you got the best player yeah. in football. You had an MVP year. But uh, when things don't go his way, he, well, Baker's uh, like that too. Ba- Baker's it, worse. You just see that, that. But Cam always threw that Gatorade towel and stuffed it into his shoulder. It was always more important to have an image than it was to actually be part of the game. Well, that's why I like Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson. Hold on one second. Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes are the same thing. Yeah. They throw an interception. They get a little bit of a negative look on their face and they yeah. get rid of it because yeah. they can't do anything about it. They know it's over. Yeah. I don't dwell on it. Yeah. Brady's the only one that'll start. You know him and Han and right. and go, but he's he's been through so much and he won so it. much that you're kind of like, eh, whatever. Nine Super Bowls, you're allowed to have that kind of yeah. Thing. But, but in ownership. terms of the other guys, the neutral thinking, where you never get too high, you never get too low. Those are the guys I want at quarterback right. because they can come back after making a bonehead play. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, did it pretty decently uh, yesterday for Cincinnati. Joey uh, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Uh, he, he threw a really dumb pick. 
Yeah, but that's going to happen. He's a rookie, and he's running for his life. But he he didn't play half bad for the whole situation. Right. I thought he was going to get killed. He will. Like at the beginning, he was running in circles, and he flicked a ball, oh, you will. know, underhand just to not die. I don't know what week the Steelers play the Bengals, but. He will. He'll get his. You just te- Scott, John texts me halfway through like the day yesterday and is like, I hate this team. I'm like, you hate everybody. He goes, I root against 31 I hate teams. 31 teams. I hate 31 teams at every second of every day. Yeah. So what were you going to say a minute ago, Scott? Well, you were talking about Cam Newton and how he has the Gatorade towel. It is his mentality. He seems like the kind of guy that, after a game that they would win, he would pour the Gatorade bucket over his own head. Yeah, I totally that's, agree. That's, <laughs> that's that's how much he loves yeah, some Cam Newton. I totally so agree. It is annoying. It is yeah. annoying. And he he got paid so much at Auburn yeah. that he's been a pro and he's been great. And uh, it, I think he can last for a year in New England that way. I think Belichick figured it out. I heard Lombardi talk about it where he was kind of hinting at – Basically, New England was kind of waiting for the market to go down, and then they were going to reach out and either grab Cam Newton or Jameis Winston yeah. because they felt like in that system for a year they could, you know, build a team around him. And obviously, they both have much bigger athletic skills than Tom Brady had. So it can probably work for a year. Yeah. Thanks, Max Hedrum. Yeah, Max Hedrum on that a little. Catch slave. You're you're uh, going in and out a little bit. Yeah, I uh, think I think the Cam Newton thing's interesting only because uh, he's he's equally as uh, uh, polarizing to football fans, and now he's in New England. So I mean that is the most polarized place to play. So it's a very again WWE storyline is very fascinating with that. Yeah, and people are asking me about online all sorts of stuff, Twitter and everything. They're asking me about. Uh, the Buccaneers, even before the Buccaneers Saints, I'm like, I think the Saints win today, yeah. and they did. And the but the Buccaneers in the long term have potential to they be really, get really good. They but just looked they looked like they were they needed a preseason. They did. They looked like they were on two different pages uh, the whole game, defense and offense. They looked out of sorts, like they're new. They're, guys. They just built. They 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 did kind of in a better way of what the team formerly known, I'm not, the Washington Football Club. Oh yes, team. The, yeah. The team in Washington. The team. The Mighty Ducks of The Mighty Ducks. What they, um, you know, they would get those uh, super players and just sign a bunch of, and nobody knew how to play together yet. But I think they're, I think they're. Well, that first drive, you see, wow, scripted, this team's incredible. Yeah. And then when it became like adjust on the fly and guys needed to be on the same page and the timing was wrong. They just didn't. Yeah. Tom Brady doesn't make a couple of those throws. He floated his out route. The pick six was a floated ball. I'm like, that's on him. That's just a bad throw. Well, did you see uh, B.A. was like, that's what I'm talking about. Daddy, I, I like, Tom Brady, that motherfucker, threw, <laughs> he threw some bad fucking passes. I, that's not, that didn't look like the Tom Brady I fucking hired. Did he say that? Uh, pretty much. He, oh, yeah. No, no he, complete, he didn't say it like that, but he was like, this, these are Tom. These are on Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, he's not playing at the over- level that I'm uh, accustomed to. And when he Did you see the Rich Eisen tweet? Uh-uh. Jameis Winston sitting home going, I could have done that. Oh, that's gold. It's a brilliant tweet. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, the, uh, but the second one, the out route, was just a weak out route. And that's bad. That's, a, that's an aging arm. Uh, a lot of times that out route's the first thing to go. It's the first thing they look at. If you Can you throw that? When they say, can they make all nine of the NFL throws? That's the one they're most impressed with. And if you start losing it, I mean, we're going to see Tom Brady diminish overnight. 
because Father Time's undefeated. Yeah. He's 43. I can't even read small print. I, I can't. I had my, the text on my phone can't get big enough. Uh, and so I think that out routes the first real test of can he still make that throw in a league that's faster than it was when he was making it. And so if it's if Arians it's, blamed him for that one too. That's a big Arians one. Blamed he, him he, for that, that was the that was the bad throw. That was that was a that was yeah. an open receiver. But I think throw. Tom knows that. Sure, but Tommy. he's but there's nothing you can do about knowing it. I remember Eric Hill told me that when he played for the Cardinals, the day he realized he was going to retire was when his brain said, "I need to be over there," and he was three steps behind it. Yeah, he's like, "I can't get there." I used to be able to do this. So your brain says, I'll get there. Then you're not. But to have Jameis Winston on the other side. Oh, crushing. Looking at it. Crushing. Great stuff, though. And I did that I did that Bill Belichick thing. I put it out on social media. It was just Bill Belichick. Slow, Loved it. Slowly smiling yeah, the, we, while a banjo's playing. <laughs> I'll show it to you. Yeah. And show it to you. Yeah, the... Uh, yeah, that was a good. That was an interesting moment. The Buccaneers are going to be fine. They're too talented. Yeah, and they can, they can, they can. They just uh, need four games. Look, if Tom's arm is dead, going for you know velocity, they'll work around it because his big thing is going over the middle. I end. didn't feel I. I had a bunch of different games going, but I didn't feel like was Gronk involved that much. No, two two catches. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. They get they'll just. They'll, there's a lot of new pieces. There, Leno Fournette played a couple of downs. I mean, they they seem to be like plugging it. That was yeah, their preseason game. Yeah, they and they played well enough. They just didn't look like they were in sync. Yeah, and they're playing against a team that yeah, has Super Bowl it contender. all together. Yeah, yeah, the best team in that division. Um, my last one is the Cardinals. Come on, you got to be good. Oh, I thought Kyler Murray. I thought Kyler Murray was great. I still say the same thing about Kyler Murray. He's fantastic. I just wait for the day that someone catches him. Because he's not going to get looks faster. faster and shiftier to me. He's this. not going to get faster as time goes on. He uh, he will slow down, but yeah. the, the, he looked shiftier. He looked like he had better moves. I'm not yeah. going to say uh, Lamar Jackson level, yeah. but he was closer to Lamar Jackson when the play broke down than he was before. I'll tell you this. This is what it, this is what it reminds me of, and it's a weird analogy. Remember when uh, Zach Thomas and the Miami Dolphins in the late 90s were that defense? Everybody's like, they're so fast. They're unbelievable, but they're small. Right. And as the beginning of the year, you did not want to see that Dolphins defense. They'd run you off the field. They were so quick. Five weeks in, they were a fast defense. Right. Eight weeks in, people started to push them around. Ten, 12 weeks in, they're beatable. Well, as you, it, it speed slows speed, down and, yeah, exactly. as you get injured. And size matters. Yeah. Because if you're speedy, that's great until you start getting worn down by those big guys. Well, that's boxing. Playoffs. It's playoff boxing. Fo- it's every sport. All right, playoff football. Yeah. It's in the trenches. Yeah. You whatever. win with power and speed, and the speed has to sustain itself. I just, if you come out of the gates like Kyler Murray, he's going to shock people because he is that athletic. The first time somebody lights him up, his little body is going to be different for the rest of the year. And you take his speed away, you take away about yeah, 40% he needs of the speed. Yeah. And he's, he, a, he's a. Unless. Uh, well, I know because he's always going to need to get to a throwing lane. Yeah. He's not going to be a pocket guy. To play. He's he's one of those dudes that's got to roll out, and he can do it. But I, that's my only concern with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. So it's a shorter or, career, um, but potentially a great career. It's like Robert Griffin. His speed was his his thing until somebody took his knee out. Yeah, and then he had nothing to offer. I remember Adam Schefter telling me that he had, he's like. This guy has the most amazing arm yeah. I've ever seen in my entire life. And I thought he was talking about Andrew Luck at the time. Right. And it was Robert, Robert Griffin. Robert Griffin. It was unreal. He's like, he's fantastic. But you took his it's speed incredible. away. Take his speed away. Come on, helium. <laughs> and then he floated away. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, any more observations, Scott, from the uh, football season before we go, from the f- football opener? I just have a request. Uh, next week I want to hear a reenactment of you uh, playing all the parts of your family at dinner where you <laughs> say that everything is so good. I'm not saying I'm, it's I'm, so I'm, good. I'm just saying that it happens. We didn't used no, to no, have I, I don't care if it's good. The, if you're all yelling at each other, it's even funnier. Yeah. I'd like to hear that. No, that's no, that's no. Italian dinner. That's called communication. That's just talking in yeah. Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> Talking in Cleveland. When my wife has friends <laughs> from Cleveland come you know, out in the non-COVID times, right. everybody's talking like, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think? I think you should, I think you should take that well, down I to a whisper. Am. I am whispering. They can't hear us. They're talking. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Oh, uh, it's competition. I can't do that i have to walk oh out. i hate i leave the room yeah, michelle's like what's wrong i'm like there's no need for people to be talking that loud <laughs> we're all we're all right next yeah. to each other and, and these are the dinners they're having scott these are the no that's when the, it's the, anti-swedish oh my it's god my, my grandpa yeah. if anybody talked at the table you had your plate taken away really you, yeah there was no talking none really? during dinner unless you're supposed to talk as a family. if he talked you spoke Otherwise, no. Oh, that's the way I'm going to make that it. That was the house. European. Old <laughs> Grandpa Frank is going to. Turn of the uh, 19th century Swedish upbringing was. He, he brought that home. That was home. a different time. Ooh, ooh. time that was... dude was bad about that. And if you ever got caught humming in I the kitchen. I know some forget. of your family history. Oh, do you? Because of the. The Holmbergs. Because of the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Listen back. All right. <laughs> Listen to previous episodes. I'm not getting into that again. Uh, Just Google my name. Yeah. And then put chicken. Run the chicken. <laughs> it's embarrassing. All right. Uh, that's it. That's all we got. Good job, everybody. Yeah. Way to rock. Uh, we'll uh, we'll make this happen again next week, and we'll see uh, how much we get right and wrong. I'll be right. Daddy loves you. Yeah. Mashka. Out.